Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze Dawn of Justice by each individual minute. My name is Nathan. You can find me on all social media at... Where are we going? No Clutch Nate. <laughs> and my name is Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And I'm Andy DiGenova from Holy Batcast. You can find me all over social media as Holy Batcast. And that's where you're going to find all three of us. So you guys have the internet. You know how to use it. And why aren't you doing it? You're just not doing it. Uh, today, you got to do it. Today, we're going to be talking about minute number 139 of Dawn of Justice. And the minute's going to start out with uh, Batman still doing this uh, four-on-one fight where he's breaking this guy's arm. And um, the minute's... Oh, jeez. The minute's going to end with uh, Batman one-handedly aiming a giant machine gun at a kg beast yeah one-handedly one one-handedly carrying (laughs) a m60 is one-handed i was just stuck on one-handedly is that a real word it is now all right yeah would you say the other i'll go with it i'll go if you could define it yeah if you can define a word it is a definite it is a word now so one-handedly being the description of one like carrying something with one hand that's so just silly that you can add like lee and e and 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 this and shun and, well, as long, yeah and it's as like, long, oh yeah that means something it does now <laughs> language sucks anyway this fight this particular part of the the fight scene this whole warehouse batman scene that we've been covering um this moment right here we we kind of touched on this uh thug with long hair um and most notably, like, this knife that he uses in combat. Like, we kind of touched on him yesterday. Um, but he really he really shines, I guess. Like, I guess you could say he shines in this moment. He really takes the lead role as, like, I don't know, maybe the, the one thug who's, like, really, like, I need to stop this man. And, and for, like, some reason, I've always felt like he gives Batman the, the worst time out of all of them. And, like, I don't know if he's a very famous stunt person or like you know maybe they just gave him a large which guy did you say it was um you know that one guy the fam- like i don't know i feel like he's somewhat famous in the no, scene or notorious in the guy. scene is the guy the last one that he, he talks to um i don't want to spoil the end of this the guy with the longer hair that's what yeah he's, okay longer hair and olive green jacket yeah and uh good yeah. discussion something very very uh i don't know the word like i don't know he gets the worst of batman Towards yeah, the he's, end. this is. I gotta tell you something. This is actually one of my favorite minutes. This is my favorite minute of the warehouse scene, and I know all three of us have been super jazzed about this whole Batman sequence and everything. This is it, in my opinion. Like this is epitome of uh, Batman to mm-hmm. me. Because you don't even see what happens. Yeah, like you don't even like like you really don't see. Well, the you guy's see what fate. happens. I guess so. You see what happens. We'll get there. I'm gonna describe it in uh, full detail. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well but before we even get to that uh it's i i love the constant deflections of the knives with the gauntlets mm-hmm. uh with the little sparks and so i just love the way that they use uh they use all the capability of the bat suit in this entire fight so you know you've got batterings you've got devices but here you've really got full use of those gauntlets which is, is so great yeah it really is like top tier combat batman in this minute mm-hmm. like this is this mm-hmm. is exactly what this dude trains for um, yeah and, like, I think we kind of have to give some credit to, I don't know, like, I always think of Batman Begins as kind of, like, forefathering this type of combat in, in the sense of, like, it took me, when I saw Batman Begins for the first time, like, seeing Batman fight multiple people, and, and not just fight, like, 
uses like him like him on the offensive but yeah. more of him on the defensive where seeing people attack him and his ability to defend one uh one attack while also like flowing into hitting the, the next person or something like that and something about this this entire choreography that happens in this minute where he's now on the offensive because thugs are like oh he wears a cape just grab him by the cape and pull him down like mm-hmm. and so like then he gets into this this on the ground uh kind of defensive mode where he's being ruthlessly attacked by knives and is there's just something about it that screams like this is a batman moment like if someone had to say what does batman do it's like uh he very efficiently mm-hmm. like can defend himself against multiple yeah. attacks yeah. and that to me like more so than a one-on-one combat uh, it's Batman taking on multiple people and mm-hmm. doing it so efficiently. You know, there's, that to me is like, yeah, that that's the best way to choreograph a, a, a moment that feels like Batman. Yeah, that's what I said. Epitome, man. Yeah. And, I mean, aside from the whole, like, knife thing, like, that's just one of, I don't know if we, Mark knows. Stabbings and things are one of my biggest fears. Uh, I don't want to get stabbed. Don't stab me. <laughs> um you know, next to sharks, sharks just—you know—their teeth are just giant knives. And they're just that's knives. Just, yeah, it's like, stabbing you. It's, yeah, it's kind of the yeah, same thing. Don't stab me with your teeth. Yeah, hundreds yeah. of times. That's even terrifying. Anyway, so getting stabbed is like a big thing with me. I can't watch Zodiac anymore. That movie really messed me up. Uh, Gone Girl. Uh uh-uh. uh. That thing. No way. Strange. Oh. Strangers. <laughs> Stranger. No, that thing. That's a little bit different. That was like a. Yeah, there's a stabbing in there. There's a that's stabbing that's in like there. home invasion that like really messed me up at four o'clock in the morning. Anyway, um, so like being able to defend multiple knife knife attacks, like that's just I could never. I don't. I would like to say, hey, you know what? I saw Batman do this. I think I can do it. No way. Hey, no way. I am toast if I'm ever put in this situation. But I like to think, hey, I saw Batman do it. But you like Wolverine? Oh yeah, Wolverine's fantastic. Like you know. I like people that use knives and swords and stuff, but, you know, I don't want them to be used on me. Samurais are awesome. Yeah, Wolverine's cool, man. Just tears people up. Anyway, you guys ever broken anybody's arm? No, but my brother's broken, like, no. six bones. <laughs> he just broke his, uh, no, no, no. like, elbow yesterday. I'm saying, have you broken anybody's arms? Have I broken? I don't know. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> I, no. I don't know. No. No. Me neither. No. Uh, this guy looks like he gets his arm just like very uh, effectively broken. Oh, right in the beginning. Yeah, 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 yeah. He just, it's, it's even worse because it's like, it's broken, and then flipped, right? Or oh no, it's he's flipped and then it snaps. And then he just like hyperextends it to break oh, it. Oh man, God. you remember that scene in Prometheus? It's like uh, it's like when you break chicken wing bones to oh. like break the arm <laughs> apart. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So. It's like that, you know. You turn, you put your Batman mask on when you're prepping chicken, and you uh-huh. just, you just imagine that dude just break wings. That chicken broke so many laws, and now I'm about to break. You know what? What is the line from Dark, Dark Knight Returns? Is like, like I'm the surgeon, and this is the operating table. You say it to every chicken before you break their arms, right? <laughs> what is that? Uh, what is what is that? What is that phrase? I don't know. Someone someone will say it verbatim once we post this. Episode. Oh, that's not. That's from. Um, Dark Knight Returns. No, that's from uh, Flashpoint. That's Thomas Wayne. Mm. Mention my dead son one more time. Oh, <laughs> he's like breaking his hand or something. Yeah, I think it's actually. I, th- I don't think they say it in the movie. I think it's actually in the uh, in the in the in the novel. 
he says something about like I'm the, uh, you know, some this of is them. my operating table and and this is my surgery. Yeah, and he's like breaking. Right, that sounds right. Maybe I'm getting things confused. It's. I mean, it's definitely from Dark Knight Returns. If he if they did a, a callback to Dark oh. Knight Returns in Flashpoint, I don't remember. No, you guys are right because it is when he was fighting the giant mutant king. Yeah. 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 All right. But I think now that you said it, people people are screaming at their at their phones right now. Yeah, they really are. They really <laughs> but, are. But you know what? That happens. Now that, Relax, guys. We got it covered. Happens it's daily. all good. Happens daily. But now that you said it, I feel like there is a surgeon reference or a doctor reference. He says like, you know, the thing about mentioning my dead son and I'm going to break out my surgical equipment. Yeah, there. Yeah. yeah, there is something. So I can see where the confusion is because there is a doctor reference. Uh, from Thomas Wayne. Anyway, when he finds out the Flash is in his Batcave. Yeah. Um, this this is speaking of this is a very the Batman moment. You know, this is like the cartoon, the Thomas Wayne. Oh, villain or hero vi- vigilante. 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 Yeah, you could see it in this character, which is probably like I've always broken. liked. I've always liked the Batman. Like I've always, liked, I've always liked Thomas Wayne's Batman. I don't know if we'll ever see it in live action. It's a really hard thing to pull off, uh, especially considering what studios want in comic book films. But yeah, yeah I don't. You know, it'd be cool to see. But um, so yeah, he he really just breaks that dude's arm, um, and yeah, this this dude with the long hair. He just this is what I'm talking about. Like he has the ingenious move of like, yo, just grab him by the cape. And like bring him down, keep him off his feet, and like don't let him get anywhere. And then they just go right into this this knife attack. Um, he also gets hit in the face with his gauntlet. Like, do the do you think the spikes do anything? Like, there's a solid punch when he gets a little bit of a footing. Let me see where it's at. After he's crawled for a little bit. There you go. Oh yeah, he does. He like takes a gauntlet what, 10 right seconds to the in? face. Yeah, yeah. And I've seen some close-ups of those gauntlets. Um, they really, they really. They're metal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And they're. I've seen them in person. They're 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 the same like brass that the knuckles are. Yeah, they even they're not even black. They like actually look kind of gold, right? Yeah, they're they yeah, are they're gold brass. Yep. So so they actually because it's like this worn Batman costume too. They have like this weathered look, so they actually end up kind of looking like shark teeth. Now that you kind of mentioned that. Big so, fear. Yeah, that you know, getting hit with that, you know, th- those gauntlets are there to help him like uh, do that. Well, we see it in <laughs> we see it in Justice League. Them actually using the gauntlet for him to stop himself from from moving. Uh, did he um, do that? He like did a, in like, like a the Django Fett thing? Yeah, he did in the beginning of the movie. He's like wrestling a parademon and he like, you know what? I need to stop. And so he like, he like digs his yeah. thing into the ground. And if that cuts through, you know, the Gotham City rooftop, like that hitting you in the face is, your nose is gone, right? Dude, I mean, like half your face is gone. Those things are like probably embedded in you. Yeah. This is the, um, this is the origin of Two Face for the DC films. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. that that long haired guy is Harvey Dent, and so after he takes the gauntlet to the face, he's going to come back in a future film. Yeah, Woof. I believe it. Now you know. Yeah, <laughs> good I mean, insight. We don't get to really see what happens to him, so he, he can. Yeah, it's he all up for personal uh, vendetta. It's all up for interpretation. You think? Uh, and I know this question's been brought up a lot, but do you think his kind of his? Uh, 
his hardcore villains are gone now or because there's some there's some debate whether like Batman has actually ever killed anyone before this movie like I know there's a lot of assumptions to be made because of how um, he seems to just kind of forego it and like he's okay with killing people in this film um, by happenstance but there's no there's nothing that actually says that he's killed anyone prior to this it just yeah, some people have brought that up as a plot hole, and I'm using air quotes, is that like, oh, well, if this Batman's okay with killing, why is the Joker still around? But it is made very clear in this film that this level of brutality for this Batman is a new thing. And they they, they called it out in the theatrical cut, but they called it out much stronger in the ultimate cut that Bruce teetering on the edge and going as hard as he's going is a new thing. That's why he has the conversation with Alfred about new rules. Uh, that's why in the ultimate cut, the man's like, there's a new, there's a new kind of mean in him. And it's so this, this, ver, you know, this Batman has only been pushed after the appearance of Superman. So prior to that, I do not think he was, he was killing anybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause the whole point of the movie is that Batman has been pushed too far. He is not who he once was, and then he eventually gets pulled back at the end. Yeah. Maybe also the question lies with, I don't know when the timeline happens, and I don't know if this should be saved for next show, Um, but Croc and Deadshot are both in Bell Rev, and we see at least, I guess it was in the Ultimate Cut, I don't know, the Batman taking in Deadshot at that time. Does that happen before Superman shows up or does that happen after like the death of him and, and everything that you know he's trying to come back to the good side and actually throw people in prison yeah that's a that's a good question we might have to save that for yeah. when we do Suicide Squad Minute but you know a lot of people think that it's post the death of Superman Spoiler. just because the beginning yeah just because it's ha- well it's happening after yeah but, but it's, how long it's still a flashback yeah. so like he could be those people could be could have been in Bell Rev before Superman was even brought in. I mean, we'd have to look at dates when they bring in the paperwork in, in those scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, we might have to come back to that. Okay. I was thinking, you know, if Alfred would be upset and had to bring to the table the fact that he's branding people, but if Batman was already killing people, that would be the least of their worries. So for right. So for him to bring up the branding means that the killing has like his moments of killing people hasn't happened yet because otherwise alfred would be like oh you're branding people well at least it's not killing people anymore right and it's like i mean he's like indirectly killing them well and that that's just it is if if batman killed prior to this film there would have out there alfred would have no reason to say new rules yeah exactly yeah so Maybe yeah, maybe that right there, and I that's even, that's even in the theatrical cut. So mm-hmm. right, maybe plot hole solved. Even depending which version you saw, it doesn't matter. I'm also sticking with yeah. my Joker theory. Oh well, that's just it. Is is in the theatrical cut? It's mentioned, but it's not. But it's only mentioned during that one conversation. The, the ultimate cut hits on it a couple of times, and that's why the one thing the ultimate cut I think does so much better than the theatrical cut is it gives. It shows us why Clark has issue with Batman and that a lot of that got lost in the theatrical and, and it all has to do with this of, of Batman going too far and that's why Superman wants to stop him. So yeah. I think that that works out. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And you know, like this, we said it earlier in this week, but 
the the people dying in this week seem to be the bargaining for the life of you know quote unquote Martha even though it's not his actual mother like the fact that her life is in peril that Martha's life is in peril like his his worrying about killing people is is somewhat um you know if it happens it happens but i have to do everything in my power to make sure that this doesn't happen again otherwise if it does like who am i like what is what has all this been about my entire life you know i became the batman to stop this from ever happening again you know Mm -hmm. so we get into this knife fight some more uh the second to last dude is taken out with a bit of a trip. Um, I got to tell you something. That that moment that you just passed right there, 15 seconds. Yeah. 15 to 17 seconds. Next to him coming out of the rubble at the end is my favorite Batman moment. That, like, oh. turnaround where he's got oh, his yeah. mouth open yeah. and he reaches for the knife. And his, it's everything to his fingers being extended. Like, he is just full... That's like full demon Batman, in my opinion. Yeah, that's what terrifies. That's like me. the most. I don't ever off want to see that ever in my life. Looking at me and having like that extremely sinister walk up, like what's and it's so perfect about. This, well, yeah, because uh, now you scenario. now you don't piss him off. Yeah, yeah, right. And he he's only he he stabs this guy, this long hair guy, exactly in the same place that he got stabbed, and it's like just such a middle finger to this entire fight where it's like oh you want to shove this knife in me well here you go here it's right back like oh man it's just perfect so pissed off a total like don't think i like i've forgotten about you like yeah like (laughs) like i still have this knife in me have it back and that's why i feel like it, it almost creates like this memorable moment for like uh i don't know just keeping an eye on this dude when you rewatch this film, like you tend to remember this guy because he did like, I don't know. He did the worst thing you could do, which is piss off the Batman. Yeah. Like as a thug, it's like normally he comes in, he breaks your skull. You're like, all right, I did something wrong. And even he forgets about you. But this dude was like, you know, Batman had him numbered, you know? Yeah. He just comes in and he's, yeah, that quick turnaround. He just he wanted to get rid of that dude just so he can come back and like return this knife. And it it is like like the whole the whole image of Batman here where with the quick turnaround, the heavy breathing, the mouth open that like stance that he's in. Yeah. yeah. It's such a good it's such a his cape yeah. around. Man. That's Batman, ladies and gentlemen. That's Batman. So he stabs uh Stabs a poor soul with the knife again. Um, the second to last dude tries to come back for one more quick attack, but uh, Batman's obviously got that notification that someone's about to hit him. Quickly turns around. I think he lets him hit him. He doesn't even flinch. And he, like... Yeah, he hits him. And, like, he hits him in, like, the head. And, like, he just, like, has, like, a really subtle... Just, like, a <laughs> tilt forward. Like, oh, oh, okay. You're still up. Oh, he gets elbowed in the face, punched in the face, hit in the throat, and then breaks his <laughs> knee, and then throws him through a wall. Like, not through a wall, but, like, it breaks through it, in a sense. What is, is That's not even drywall. What is that, like, cement? 
Well, it's drywall, then wood, and then then brick behind it. Looks like intense drywall. It shatters. Intense drywall. Yeah, it shatters. Like, mm, mm, I guess maybe it could be thin concrete. Thin con- or I don't. I don't know something. what warehouses are made out of. It could be. I'm. I am not a construction expert. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. But. Um, I just love the way that dude like collapses like a rag doll as he gets tossed into that wall. Yeah. Like that's it. You're you're done. <laughs> but they give him a grunt so you can go, okay, you know, he ain't doing well, but he's not deceased. You think he's still alive? I think so. I think this one you get plausible deniability on. All right. Yeah. They add the sound effect that he's mm, you know. He I mean he's not gonna feel good for a while. <laughs> But I think he survives. What do you think about uh, Mr. Knife in the in the shoulder, dude? Oh, he's dead. Because Bat- uh, he stares him down. He gives him. We have this great. Um, this was I've seen so many like like the behind the scenes like shot of this where this he has like this walk up to this this dude and you get this this Batman is huge like he's absolutely yeah. enormous. Yeah, he's a monster. He is. That's the best way to describe it. He's a total monster. Um, and uh, I don't know. He just he doesn't even quickly attack him. He walks up and he stares him down. It's a solid second of Batman up close. He's already caught up, staring him down. And it's like, yeah, no thank you. They perfectly capture it with this thug being like, he's in a total panic. Like, He's stapled to the wall with this knife, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Is the knife that long? I don't think it's that long. I think he just, you know, he doesn't really even have time to get out of there. Maybe he pushed, I don't know. Would you, I would believe it if Batman could do that, though. What, staple someone to the wall? Break your shoulder enough to push a knife I don't know. I'll believe it. I'll give him. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. As Batman, he could do whatever he wants. Like, if that if that wall is breakable, then maybe maybe that is what's happening here. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, he just he comes in, this monstrous looking Batman, absolutely enormous, and then he doesn't. He hits him from like, uh, how would you explain that? Because it's like a low punch. It looks right? like he's grabbing his throat. Like he's. Like coming up to a to a chokehold. I don't know. I I I have it like freezed in, and it looks like he. I don't know. He like really goes low. I always thought he was. I thought he gra- I thought he grabbed his junk. Oh. <laughs> just just that'll yeah. that'll learn you to stab me in the shoulder. Uh, now I see it. Now I see that. I don't think I'll ever unsee that. <laughs> yeah, I always thought he was grabbing his throat. You know that, like, I've seen this before. They, like, grab, like, your stomach or, like, your gut, and they just, like, crush everything in it. I've seen that done before. You cr- they crush your stomach? Who's like, done that? seen it in... You know, they they do it in Cowboy Bebop. They do it in Cowboy yeah, Bebop? Yeah, they do. They grab, like, grab this, like, right underneath the rib cage where, like, the only part of your body that's not protected by bone, and they just force their fingers into you and just crush everything right there so i could be doing that i mean it's batman he probably could do i don't know it's it's either the throat 
or his junk. It's some sort of soft goods. Yeah. <laughs> and it's definitely broken, right? Or he's trying to be like a cat and grab his stomach, like what you say. That's how you're supposed to grab cats, right? No, so you'd never grab... Spot. Don't ever grab your cat <laughs> like a that. a cat on his stomach? Okay, you could do that. That's fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we have this... Uh, moving on from that, we have this, uh, this moment of pause. Um, everyone's... I guess this dude is fearing for his life. Martha probably still thinking it's Superman, right? Um, but no, lo and behold, it is Batman who breaks through this... Uh, I guess, Nate, it is just drywall it's drywall here there's no brick it's just drywall and uh yeah right pieces of wood um is that a good design for a a wall is that a normal thing for a gotham dock perhaps um and yeah that's when he he grabs this this m60 from this dude with one hand and uh yeah i don't know if i don't know if uh that's that's actually possible in real life um, I'll give Batman the benefit of the doubt again, but just because he's Batman. Um, which which part do you doubt? The breaking through the wall? No, I've seen the Kool Aid Man do that many times. Yeah. I know that's possible. I know. Yeah, yeah. that's. I mean, very valid point. No, yeah. People <laughs> people can break through that wall. That's giant glass jars of Kool Aid can break through walls. A human being can absolutely do that. But something about the physics of holding an M sixty. Um, oh, with one arm. Yeah, it's it's really not so. It's not so much just the weight of it. Um, it's more of the physics of something that long and then that heavy. To, I don't know. Maybe the adrenaline is in you, and maybe you can do it. But like, what's this muscle right here? Your forearm. Yeah. What's like that? Your, what's the forearm muscle? I don't know. You should just call it forearm All muscle. Right, well, that one must be like killer. If like you can lift an M sixty. Yeah, this has to be a workout where you just hold something straight out and you're like kettlebells. Sure. I don't know. Like that heavy but that long, like there has to be a something about gravity that's just tipping that thing down for you. Does that make sense? Well, I will I will say I've I've never thought twice about it. There you go. You remember- <laughs> but but as we just discussed, this Batman is a monster, yeah. and so yeah, I'm I I'm willing to go with it. Um, but I imagine it's a gun that's heavier on the side where he's holding it than the tip, right? So I feel like he gets a little help there. I never it never crossed my mind. I th- I think it is insane to one arm that gun, and let alone get a get the next thing happening. I mean, it is a big gun. Yeah. For sure, um, no doubt. But if you look at it, I've got it freeze-framed. Yeah, it's much heftier where you're holding it. The front is the lighter end, so, eh, I don't know. Huh. Maybe. Maybe. You know, Thomas Jane's Punisher told me that, like, uh, something about eight pounds with an extended arm is uh, pretty killer. What is is that? The Punisher with Thomas Jane and John Travolta. Mm. It's the first one, right? It's not the first one. It's, <laughs> technically, it's the second one in, technically in the, in the, the second, line yeah. of Punisher movies being made. It's not the Jigsaw Puzzle one that that came out like after, right? No, that's Warzone. Warzone. Yeah, no, that was. It was. I didn't. I didn't. I don't think I finished that movie. Doesn't matter. I really like the Thomas Jane one. That one's a. I he always has that an M sixty. Doesn't uh, he always have one? No. Does he? I think I've seen. Maybe not an I don't M60. Know the, I don't know the Punisher a lot, um, but I believe I've seen him with an M60. I'm sure I wouldn't put it past him. Yeah. I, I, I felt like that was like a, a famous weapon that he had. 
Um, I have some more notes about this uh, M60 for tomorrow, but uh, do you guys have anything else for this one? No. Uh, one thing I wanted to say right before Batman breaks through the wall, which is amazing. This whole scene is Batman coming from where you least expect him. Because uh, when he break, you know, the whole thing kicks off with him breaking up through the floor and then mm-hmm. here breaking through the wall. But I just love the... Um, the moment of suspense that Zack Snyder puts in right before that moment, just like right before Batman came up through the floor, he, he takes the time to let the moment play and have that suspense build before Batman strikes. And I just think that that's super effective. Yeah. And like you as the audience, you're going like, okay, where's he going to show up? And it's not until like, it focuses just like a second too long on this guy and that's like when the audience goes oh wait a minute he's gonna like come through that wall i think that's playing more towards uh show showcasing this gun because like you know coming from like you know dark knight Returns standpoint you see that and you're like oh okay this yeah. is when he's gonna grab that gun yeah i guess yeah that too you're like oh there's the gun you yeah know? Um, um but it's definitely right i mean the, the guy knows how to make horror sequences this is definitely a. Uh, I think it's it's somewhat horror sequence. It's a it's a monster taking on a you know a, a group of people in a very uh, modern way. <laughs> I guess you can yeah you can look at it you can look at th- this scene right here with uh, Anatoly and and Martha and all that like very s- either slasher horror or zombie horror um, given like his filmography but like. Yeah, definitely one of those moments where it's like, regardless of it being the Batman, like the fact that something broke through a wall and like grabbed you, yeah, like is a good like horror it's just element, like a Jaws thing, like a Jaws element, mm-hmm. like in the ride when he shows up in that shed, just like in the ride. Oh, I hate that part. It's just the like worst. In the ride. I I can't stand it. Not, not even the movie. We're not just even going the straight movie. to the ride. Yeah. Hey man, that ride messed me up as a kid. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever been on it, but... Uh, <laughs> I love that ride. God, that is something else. Um, rest in peace. <laughs> I miss... I know. I miss it so much. Um, cool. You guys uh, you guys all wrapped up? Or yeah, man. No closing notes? Cool. All right, you guys. We're going to go ahead and wrap up for today. If you enjoyed everything you heard, you can find us on all social media at DCEU Minute and also the Facebook group to DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society. And check us out tomorrow. We'll check you guys out tomorrow here on DC Cinematic Minute.